0: save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Hey, just wanted to give you a quick heads up that I have my fast track plan to your first or next 10K in your coaching business. Free class up and running for you at hayleyrow.cartra.com slash page slash fast plan. So if you want to get that directly, you can just DM me on Instagram and say, hey, I want the fast track plan, or you can go to that link, hayleyroad.cartra.com slash page slash fast plan. I can't wait to share with you the steps to make your business growth less overwhelming and get you focused on the things that generate clients. Thanks so much. I am here today with Katarina Rando. Did I say your name right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. So today we're going to be talking about speaking and using speaking in your coaching business to Mm -hmm. acquire more clients, to get your name out there. And we are with an expert today on all of that. So why don't you first just share what you do?
1: And I'm going to ask you some questions about speaking today. Okay, good. Well, the first thing is that my first business was I owned a cafe. And when you have a cafe... All you got to do is turn on the lights and open the door. And if it's sunny outside, the people come in. But when you start a coaching business, it doesn't work that way, right? How do you get clients? And what I noticed was that when I would go networking, the speaker would always get a lot of attention. They would always seem to have a crowd around them after. And they were coming home with clients. And the reason why it works is because you get to build Insta influence. And that's something we don't get to do with networking or referrals, even with social media. We don't build that insta influence like speaking. And that's why it works. And that's why I want to invite all health professionals and coaches to embrace it.
0: Love it. So if I'm a health coach or a life coach and I'm thinking about, you know what, I want to get out there in my community. Mm -hmm. I want to speak. What's something that where do they even start? What's the first step? Okay.
1: Well, the first thing is that you want to have clarity on who your ideal clients are, which I'm sure everyone does. And then you want to think about where are they gathered? Where are they gathered? Now, if you're a health coach, are you targeting people that are already athletic? So they might be at fitness clubs, or are you targeting people that want to get healthier? Maybe they're they're women over 40 or that kind of thing. Where are those people gathered? You want to go where your people are gathered. And here's a super tip I really want to give. You only want to speak to your ideal clients. Other people might tell you, oh, go speak to every group, you know, practice. No, only speak to your ideal clients because I want you to have time with these people that guess what, will result in business. Speak to the people that you want to be your clients. And then you say, okay, Katarina, well, what am I going to talk about? You want to talk about, What matches what you sell? So Haley, I know your listeners, they're super smart. They can talk about 25 different things, but it doesn't all match what they sell. We don't want to confuse the marketplace. We want to have people get like an appetizer platter of our massive value. And then they're going to want more. That's when they're going to talk with us. They might come to a workshop. And of course, they might become our client.
0: I love that. Yeah. So if I am thinking, okay, my ideal client is moms or my ideal client Uh is lawyers. How does somebody find
1: where they should pitch themselves to speak? Okay, Let me start by giving a couple easy super tips that everyone can use right away. The first thing is talk to your clients. What groups do they belong to? Because if you want more people like your current clients, ask them, where do they go networking? What groups are they a part of? What associations are they a member of? Because they not only can tell you where other people like them are gathering, guess what? They could probably give you a hookup too, advise you who's the program chair, who books the speakers, and they can give you an introduction. And now you're not a cold speaker trying to get in there you are someone with a warm introduction. So that's the first thing. Talk to your clients. Where do they go so you can find more people just like that? But the next thing is, and here's what I find, I will tell you, Haley, almost nobody does this, and when they do it, it works. Send a dedicated email to your list just about you as a speaker. What are three topics you might talk? And by the way, you could just have one or two, but don't have more than three. Topics that you talk about. Hey, and you put something like this in the email. Hey, my friends, I know that you know I do health coaching, or I know you do I do life coaching. You may not know that I also do speaking. And here's three topics that I present on, and what groups can you connect me with? And you know what's so great, Haley, these days? Because of virtual, I've spoke three times in one day in three different states without leaving my dining room. Right? That's beautiful. And that's why also it's such a good strategy. And even though we're coming out of the pandemic, virtual meetings are not going anywhere. So many virtual communities have sprouted up during the pandemic. Even if somebody said, oh, well, Katarina, I live in rural area or something. Don't worry about it because there are so many virtual opportunities. So that's the thing is a lot of people don't even tell their clients that they're speakers. Asking your clients and doing a dedicated list, email to your list will absolutely get you some bookings. Okay, Haley, I got one more easy super tip. I'm gonna give it to you. Love it, yeah. Okay, here it is. Whenever I teach how to get booked for speaking, I always tell everyone, make a post on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or Clubhouse. Or, well, not so much Clubhouse because it's not visual, uh, visible, but on Facebook or LinkedIn or or Instagram post, hey, my friends, I have a great talk on XYZ, whatever your hot topic is. I'm looking for more groups of XYZ, whoever your ideal clients are, to present this talk to. Who can you connect me with? Not what groups do you know, but who can you connect me with? Because we're looking for those warm introductions. And Hilly, I want to tell you, I've taught this class so many times, and I've had ladies get six bookings, 10 bookings in 30 minutes with this strategy. But you know what else? Sometimes people don't like to do this because they don't like to be visible. I remember this one lady sent me this note. She said, Katerina, I'm so mad at you. I was so mad at you. You made me do that post and I got crickets. But she said, "You know what? I got a a message 2 weeks later. Hey, do you still have that talk on XYZ? Could you come to my company? Could you deliver that talk? And we have a budget for $500. Will that work for you?" Now, this lady was thrilled, right? And that's the other thing. Sometimes we take action, like these actions I'm discussing, and we don't get insta results. And we say to ourselves, oh, that didn't work. But the truth is, it's not that it didn't work, it just didn't insta work. And that what we wanna do is we wanna be consistent. We wanna, I tell my clients, do this post about once a month on a different platform with different language, with a different picture, because all of this will keep you in front of people and you will become known as a speaker. Those are three easy ways. I got a lifetime supply of more, Haley, but those are three easy ways that people can do right away.
0: I love that. Yes, we oftentimes forget just saying what we do and saying what we're looking for in a post, as simple as that. And one of the things that um, I know coaches struggle with sometimes is, okay, but I could talk about so many things and I don't want to limit myself or pigeonhole myself with my niche and my topics. So how do we come up with good, solid? I know you said they have to relate to the work you do, yeah. but how do we come up with good titles or good hooks okay. for
1: our speaking topic? Right. Well, you definitely want a good hook. In fact, I was talking with this with some of my clients this morning. The thing is though, that what we're looking for, Haley, is we're looking for the rinse and repeat, okay? So for example, I teach selling with authenticity. I teach achieving sales bliss. Guess what? Here's the secret. The the title is different, but the workshop is pretty much the same. Okay. And the speech is pretty much the same. And so you can test different titles and see what gets more interest. In my case, Achieving Sales Bliss gets a lot more interest than selling with authenticity. I don't know why, but it does. You can have, again, same talk, different titles, but again, it's got to match what you offer. So I could teach networking, but guess what? I don't have any programs on networking. I don't have any products on networking, but what, so I can give the talk, and then what am I going to do? At the end, try to sell them a sales course or a speaking course? That's not going to work because it's a disconnect. And sometimes people say, okay, well, I need a new topic. I need a new topic. You know, I want to tell you, I remember one day, this is many years ago, I was at one of my summits. I do a summit for speaking every year. And we had done several of these summits and I had an aha moment because the room was full and I thought there's always more people to come. And that's what I want everybody to get. There's a lifetime supply of people to serve. Don't feel like you need to switch up your topic every month because it will take some people two or three months to get used to the idea of coming to be with you have three topics that you can rinse and repeat max. But if you wanna start with one or two, that's fine too, because there is a lifetime supply of people to serve.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple things you've said so far that I just wanna kind of highlight yeah. because first, um, when you say the online virtual events, it is, tr- you're right, it's truly amazing. Like I was just now on a podcast right before this call and I was in a summit last week or two weeks ago with like 500 people who are in my ideal client audience. And sometimes we knock that off. Like we're like, oh, you know, I did that summit. It was online. It was pre-recorded. I don't know if anybody's going to see it, but it sits there and has a shelf life and replays and people do watch it. And I can tell you right off the bat that that was a huge opportunity and a great, you know, it produced a lot of results. And so I think it's important to not knock opportunities to get out there and speak online, even if you can't see the audience visually. And I also think the thing you said about instant results, you're right. Like sometimes I'll, I did a podcast, I can give you an example. I had, um, I was on a podcast and I, like a year and a half later, somebody came out of the blue, was like, oh my God, I like love that. And I want to sign up and came into my, my premium offer. And so the whole point is to say that even if you don't see as as you said, you don't see the results now, you're still planting seeds and people can re-listen and right. there's a shelf life for a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And like you said with the post, somebody might not immediately respond and be like, "Hey, I have a speaking gig for you," but two weeks later that person said that they mm-hmm. got a speaking mm-hmm. gig. So right. I really want to just hone that in. And then the other thing you said is it's better to get warm introductions than right. the cold, "Hey, I want to speak at your center or I want to, you know, come in." So, um, I want to ask like is there a regular convert cuz I think a lot of coaches I talk to think everybody's going to say yes or everybody's going to respond and we both know that there's always a conversion rate in business. Not every single person's going to be right. like, "Yes, mm-hmm. I'm in." So, what would be like a good conversion rate or how many pitches should we be doing if we really yeah okay a lot of times
1: okay so the first thing let, let's just hang out here with the speaking a little bit speaking to audiences the thing is that if you're speaking to a room of your ideal clients you want to get about 30% conversion if you're not getting 30% conversion now this is live and in person it's a little bit more challenging virtually but i want to give some super tips to make it better the th- if you're not getting 30% then you want to look at is it the offer is it the talk? Is it is it you? Can you? Are you not a good good enough speaker? Is your offer not clear? And also, what are you offering? Because one of the things that I want to share the let me share the influence equation, which is visibility plus value plus consistency equals influence. The thing to Where, recognize. Yeah,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! What
1: was that it, called? It's called the influence equation. I love that. Okay, the influence. Visibility, equation. It one more time. Visibility plus value plus consistency equals influence. And sometimes people meet you like Haley, you said this person was listening to the podcast from a year ago or two years ago. Well, you know what? I bet that person, not only did they listen, but they probably started watching you and they started following you and they started paying attention. Not everybody goes from, oh, this person is amazing to, I want to be your client, that often there is a time, more time that takes place. Now, sometimes we get what I like to call an Insta client. They heard you speak, they listen, bing, bing, they reach out, they're ready to go. But there's also slow cookers. They take three to six months before they're going to get on board. They're super slow cookers. They take up to a year. And then there's even the super, super slow cooker client That takes more than a year, two years. I've had clients five years. I have a new client eight years before they got got to a place where they can be a yes. And this is why the consistency is so important. I've had somebody told me, a new client told me she opted out and then she opted back in. This is why our consistency is very important to get clients. Now, the thing is, if we're talking about conversion, when you're talking to groups, Are those your ideal clients? And what I do love about the virtual where we can see the audience is that we can take a screenshot and we can get everyone's name and then we can look them up on Facebook or LinkedIn and Instagram and we can see if they are our ideal client. And if they are, then we can reach out to them. And here's what I want everybody to get. If somebody heard you speak, and they weren't an Insta yes, that doesn't mean that you can't reach out to them and invite them to engage with you more. Because everybody says content is king. Well, content might be king. Engagement is the queen of everything. And when I say engagement, I'm not just talking about your social media engagement. Here's the strategy, Haley, I want all your listeners to embrace that will support them. I want everybody to have a rinse and repeat free or low fee, but I recommend free workshop that you're doing virtually once or twice a month. Now you say Katerina, why free? Because maybe they're not going to value it. You know what I want? I want people to make no buying decision before they come. I want them to think this is going to be a little bit of nothing and probably let me just see how she does it. And I want them to come and get massive value and be surprised about how much value they got. And then at the end, you can invite them to a conversation. Or what I do is I invite them to join my Thrive at Sales program. Now, if they've only come for one hour or 90 minutes, I really shouldn't expect 50, 60, 75% conversion because the price point is much higher. It's in my case, 1997, than what would be appropriate from 90 minutes. Because the thing to recognize is that the more time people spend with you, not only are the more open they are to investing, but the more dollars they're open to investing. So really, if I have 10 to 20% for that big offer, I am very happy. But at the same time, your work doesn't stop with your offer. Now you go circle back and you invite people to talk to you and you schedule those appointments. And as a result, you're going to get more clients, you're going to get more insta clients, but also you're going to be doing what needs to be done for those slow cookers and the super slow cookers too. And Haley, if I could say one thing about all this, you know, the biggest challenge I see is people get disappointed very easily and we need to manage our disappointment and recognize it's not that you didn't get any clients. You just didn't get any Insta clients and to keep doing what works, even when it's not working. Yes.
0: I love it. Yes. So a couple things there. You said that the conversion rate when you do a talk, it mm-hmm. kind of depends on a couple things: how much time right. you spent with them, how right. high ticket your offer is, right. you know, how much they know, if they're a slow right. cooker, fast cooker, etc. Right. But um, at the same time, you said I want to hone in on one thing. Well, two things. You said to do a workshop once a month, a free yeah. value thing, so that no matter what, people are coming in the door constantly for a free thing of value. Right. And then yeah. however fast they cook, it's up to them. <laughs> but um, the other thing you said is at the end of your presentation, what you pitch is important. So right. tell me about um, what should you pitch at the end of a presentation? What do you recommend yeah. if, they're a coach, okay. if they're a health or life coach and they have a high ticket coaching package?
1: Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. First of all, the reason why you want a free thing is so that you always have something to invite people to. When I get referrals, fortunately, these days, I get a lot of referrals from my clients. Well, when I talk to these people, I don't say, hey, you want to be my client? I say, hey, come to my thing. Come to my workshop. Then And at, by the way, super tip alert, super tip alert. At the time I invite them to the workshop, I also schedule that follow-up conversation for after the workshop. Because I want to build influence with them before I ask them to buy. So even though they're referred by someone who has a lot of I have a lot of influence with and has influence with that person, I still want to build more influence before I ask them to buy. So the super tip here is to invite them but also schedule that follow-up call for right after so that it's already on the calendar so you don't have to try to book it later. Always have something to invite people to. Now, then the other thing is to recognize is what is your goal from your workshop? Is your goal to massively monetize? Or is your goal to get some new clients in the door? When my clients, unless their coaching business is 100% full, we want to get clients in the door. So rather than trying to massively monetize with that high ticket item, start with something easy. It could be 97, 197, 497. And here's the key. It has to be a low dollar amount, but also a low time commitment. And that's the mistake some people make. They give a super low price, but the time commitment's too big. Okay. Or the price is too high for the amount of influence you have built. Now, I've been doing this 28 years. I teach sales. I know how to have conversations. So I'm happy to do a much higher ticket. But if you're not there yet, start lower, get some new clients in the door. And by the way, that is my lowest offer because when I get people in at that rate, then what happens? Then they join me for a retreat. Then they join me for a how to do a retreat program. They become a, a in my train the trainer for sales program. So I want to get them in at the lower price point, but there's so many more. And this is for everyone to look at but if it's not working, make a change. Okay. Don't keep trying to get them at the higher price. If it's not working, bring the price down, switch up the offer and test. We test everything. For example, last year I did 60 minute workshop and this year I'm doing 90 minute workshop. What if I, I've tested, what did I find? 60 minutes gets more people in the door. 90 minutes gets more conversion. Okay, so everyone has to test for themselves because everyone's business is different.
0: Yeah, I love how you said that. And at the end, what are your thoughts too on just offering, if if they are a coach and they're navigating this, a free, the follow-up chat, the, the discovery call, the breakthrough session, the mini consults or whatever. I know that's time required, but if they're trying to get discovery calls and one of my clients, do you think that's a good thing to put at the end of a
1: talk? So Haley, this is why I love the free thing Mm -hmm. because that's like a one to many Mm -hmm. call because you're giving massive value. And then when you get on the phone with them after you already have built massive influence. So now it's more of a sales conversation. And here's the other thing. They're going to be more show me versus prove it to me. And that's why I'm not a fan of starting with discovery call because you're trying to prove yourself on that call. What if you had 20 to 30 to however many people you would do in a month of discovery calls? What if they came to a workshop first? And now you're having actual sales conversations to see if you're the right match for them, they're the right match for you. It is a much more blissful way to get clients.
0: Yeah, totally. I led a workshop in February and it was um, talking about the importance of what we call a pre-offer where, you know, you can lead it straight to a discovery call and maybe they got value from your talk and whatnot. But I like what you said about you want to get them in the framework of, oh, I've already received so much value. Now I'm ready to hear what you have to pitch. So that pre-offer is that bridge between them, you know, knowing you now to actually being ready to be pitched, to be, you know, having a sales conversation, like you said. So I love that. And you also said, um, I wanted to ask about when we pitch to speaking gigs. So like you said, uh, you can get warm introductions, you can Mm -hmm. reach out and say your topics. Tell me about um, what kind of, is there a certain number of like a conversion rate you should expect to even get books.
1: Well, well, here's, oh, yeah, the truth is my friend is pretty low. Okay. So I just talked to a lady today. She, she did so many reach outs. Here's the thing. What I will tell you is, so again, I've been doing this for 28 years. Okay. I would tell you that 90 plus percent of my speaking gigs over the years have come from a personal invitation. Or me hearing that somebody is in charge of something or somebody has a group and me saying, hey, are you looking for any more speakers? I'd love to speak. So from my own actions. Now, of course I've pursued cold opportunities too, but those are much further apart in terms of being a yes. Filling out RFPs and all of that is much harder. And even let's say I wanna speak at a conference, I'm gonna look and I'm gonna see. Who do I know that knows that person? And I'm going to see if they can give me a personal introduction. And I always like to do introductions through Facebook or LinkedIn, direct messenger where just, hey, here's, here's my friend. It's very easy to do it that way rather than even trying to find people's email addresses. Works very, very well. So look for that personal introduction. Look for the groups that you want to speak at. And then who do you know that is a part of that group or is connected to that group? who can give you an introduction. It makes a huge difference. Great tips. What is an RFP? Oh, my apologies. Request for proposal. So sometimes when there's conferences they ra- or request for speakers, they put out a request to for people to apply. And there's a lot. Of, you could spend your life filling those out. And what I'm saying is don't spend your life filling those out. Go and find out who's connected to that group that they can give you an introduction.
0: Love it. Okay. And are there any tools where somebody could look for speaking opportunities or gigs? Or
1: Yes. I'm like? a fan. Well, it depends on what your industry is too. And I know with health coaching and life coaching, there are innovationwomen.com. But there's a lot, there's a lot of techno and a lot of more uh, corporate conferences, which your clients may be interested in. That's one. And it's very inexpensive. It's like hundred bucks a year to join and they release new things every week. But again, that's RFPs. Okay. Uh, there's speaker tunity is another one, which has tons of leads. But again, you have to do all the legwork. Okay. Um, now they also have a service where somebody can do 10 hours a, a month for you of doing all this Filling out of RFPs. But again, I'm going to say you want to use your own network. That's going to get you a lot of bookings. And here's the other thing when you do a speech, you ask for more speeches. Now you say, okay, well, I'm the speaker. Yeah, the audience doesn't necessarily think to get you more speaking unless you ask them for it.
0: Yeah, really good tips. I'm the same way. I like the more relationship building type of marketing. Um, and there's one other thing I wanted to ask you when you're doing a pitch for a speaking gig, if you did get a warm intro or something like that, what do you usually say? What are
1: you trying to lead it to? Okay. Well, I want everyone to have a page on their website about them that says speaking or workshops that has your descriptions of your talks hopefully a picture of you speaking, hopefully a list of places you've spoken. And if you don't have that, you just start where you are, right? But a page that you can direct people to on your site would be really great because then you look like a speaker. And then there's also something called a speaker sheet, which is a PDF with that information that you can attach to an email and send around. you got to look like a speaker, which means that you have the people PDF or you have the sorry my friend you have the PDF or you have the um the website. My friend, can you give me one second? Yes.
0: Your assistant's not yes, here. But... An insta-house guest. <laughs> Insta guest. While she's gone, I will tell you that I have a partnership referral template that you could use for if you're trying to get partnership opportunities or collaborate with somebody somebody locally. Um but speaking gig, if you're looking for a template for that, that's more in like the Zero to Hero Coach Inner Circle. But if you do want a more of a partnership-based template to get started and get your name out there and start building your network and your community, um, that is something that I can give you guys for free. So you can DM me on Instagram at Haley underscore row with the words partnership template. And I'll remember to send it to you. All right, mm-hmm. Katerina's back. Thank you. That was my
1: 90-year-old dad. Oh, He's so wonderful. He still drives. Wow. And he brought me some hummus, which says oh, happiness. happiness oh, Love so it. My dad's okay, so 90. Saying t- what was that? My dad's 90 and he's 100% plant-based. Wow, that's inspiring. Yeah. Very it cool. Is, it is.
0: All right. So you were saying attach a PDF or a um, have a speaker page. Is there anything really. else you want to say in that pitch email that?
1: You well, you know. Okay. So here's what I would say in that email. Let me give some exact language. Here's what it says. So something like, dear Sheila, and by the way, I go, let's say there's a group I want to talk to, I go and I look on the website, who are the program chairs, who are the education chairs, so then I'm going to send an email directly to them. Dear Sheila, I see you all have a meeting every two weeks for the XYZ group. I have a great talk on XYZ that I know would bring massive value to your members. Here's a link to my speaker page for more information. And then please let me know if you're booking speakers for the rest of the year, or if you're not the right person to, to connect with, please advise me who I can speak with. Okay. And so I usually send that email. And then if I have a phone number, I'm going to follow up with a phone call two days later. But I start with the email Haley, because then that's usually when I get a quick response. Hey, we're booked for the year. Hey, talk to Mary Jones. She's the new speaker coordinator. So that's why I do the email first. And then of course, sometimes you get crickets and the phone call makes a difference because then they hear your voice and you can can wear your cape. This is for speaking. Cape, certainty, authenticity, positivity, and enthusiasm. So when you get on the phone, you wear your cape, you say, hey, Sheila, I see you're the program chair and you bring your positivity and your enthusiasm forward in your voice. And that is likely to get you a callback. You can also of course do a message on Facebook or LinkedIn with your voice, which also will get you a better response. The voice, the voice messages do get a good response. One of my clients was raving about that recently on one of our calls.
0: Love it. I'm a big fan of those too. Okay. So Katarina, this has been super valuable. I love that you're action oriented and give our audience practical tips. Thank How you. can everybody stay connected with you and find you online?
1: Thank you so much. Well, my website is Katerinarando.com. C-A-T-E-R-I-N-A, just like it says there, R-A-N-D-O.com. And when you go to KatarinaRando.com slash links, you will see all of my free stuff, which I've got a ton of awesome free stuff, including one thing we didn't even talk about today is I have a video on Facebook geotargeting, which is about how to fill your workshops with ease through direct messaging, all free, all on one page, sending people direct messages without having to go to their profiles. So that's one of the great things for speakers. And there's many more resources for speakers and coaches there to grow and thrive in your business.
0: I love that. That's amazing. I'm gonna gonna have to check it out. All right, so thank you so much. And we'll get this up on the show notes at HaleyRow.com. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you, Haley.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call. To book your very own free sales audit on the call we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients how to overcome those concerns how to coach through objections how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients i can't wait to connect with you and go to slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step Thanks so much. Have a good day.